This is Sierra Pruitt, and welcome to the Image of God podcast. All are made in the image of God, created to cultivate beauty. And this is where we talk about creativity, faith, and real life stuff. So let's get started. Hey guys, I'm talking with Esther Maloney today on the podcast, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to her. She is the founder and chief creator of She Is Found Studio, which is a faith-based design studio, and we just have a conversation about overcoming perfection, and it's just amazing to see what happens when you actually put God first in stepping into a new journey, and she has done that by creating a new business and just being obedient and in in surrender with Jesus and his plan for her life. And this is just an amazing story and testimony of how God can use you and how God can rid perfectionism and rejection and all the struggles that come with that. And I'm so excited. She is super wise and her advice is insane. So let's get started and let's just dive in. Esther and I'm the founder of She Is Found Studio. It's a design studio and I create resources for women that want something that's modern and fresh um, Mm. that they can use every day to connect them to God in an intimate way and it's packed full of visuals and scripture and um, yeah they're meant to be a tool that's practical and spiritual and a guide to keep their faith healthy and strong and robust and so God is the focus of their lives amazing yeah and what was the story behind how did you start she has found studio in the beginning like what were the beginning stages the brainstorming ideas and all of that interestingly um I just became a Christian last year in February 2018 and um there was a story that my uncle told me um about a journey of faith um so from the beginning um it's all about discovering who god is and letting god guide you out of that place of darkness and Mm. the fact that he's there to hold your hand to rescue you um to become your savior and bringing you into the light so that you can learn his truth, his way, and um, just explore faith uh, yeah. with a new understanding, potentially. Um, and then um, going through a period of growth, so taking all that truth and learning how to build your life upon it uh, for a life of abundancy and, um, yeah, just healing and mm. letting the Holy Spirit do his work within you breaking down those walls and then the final step in that story is becoming closer to God so really inviting the Holy Spirit in every day to um lead you guide you uh give you counsel wisdom so that you can then go and serve other women and um yeah God asked my uncle to share this uh, story with me and to give a bit of background like a week before I tried to take my life yeah that he told me that story that God had put on his heart and said look Esther I really feel like God's saying this is your last chance you're not going to be here to experience life unless you make a commitment to him 
and I was like oh well I don't know if that's something I want to do I mean I come from a Christian background right. and I was like dipping in and out of church but not taking it seriously and I made the decision you know God is not for me no way like so much better off without mm-hmm. him and so when I was confronted with that question knowing that I was trying to end my life I was just so depressed I thought maybe God can take me on this journey and mm. maybe I just need to go for it and pretty quickly I you know I think it only took me about 15 minutes I was like right God I want to do this. 15 minutes for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And um, then my uncle said, you know, I also feel like God's telling me that you need to share this story with other women. And well, so I kind of took that as my commission. You know, I want to help women find this, you know, because we can go through that journey in a day. You know, when we're so feel so rubbish in the morning when we wake up and once we open the word, we can then find that truth that helps us move forward in the day and really draw close to the Holy Spirit. It's not just a season thing or a year's thing. You know, this is like a day by day thing sometimes. And I was in this really dark um, place and he was actually dying of cancer and desperately wanted to see me to tell me the story. And for some reason I got up and got dressed, got in the car. I couldn't even have a shower, you know, a week before this. I was just bedridden. And I I just felt like God saying, and you need to do it in a really creative way. So, and obviously I'm a creative and I love... Mm-hmm. design and my background well my training was in graphic design although I haven't done that in years so I was just yeah, oh well yeah. I was just thinking how can I do this and for to begin with okay I thought okay I want it to be something station stationary based that's like maybe a journal or something that people can use every day um and then it kind of developed from that into no actually it needs to maybe be something that's comes from my heart and my soul and things that I feel like God's pressing on my heart rather than just Mm. this is my schedule and this is how God is going to be included in my day and this is the prayer for my day and this is um you know my prompt for the day I wanted it to be something that was a little bit more of a discovery of God that can take you on a journey and so I just I don't even think I really brainstormed to be honest I mean I love inspirational content so I'm like obsessed with Pinterest and building all my boards out but actually I kind of just started with the writing process to begin with and that took a couple of months um yeah and then kind of opened up InDesign and I thought I totally know what I'm doing I can use InDesign no problems even though I hadn't used it for like actually at college I was doing quite Quark Express, you know, InDesign hadn't even happened then. <laughs> so I was just um, trying to um, navigate my way through InDesign. And that was really hard because, you know, I made so many rookie mistakes. Like I hadn't set up a grid. I hadn't thought about how pictures could be amongst the text or anything like that. It was very learn as you go. And there's so many times where I just had to start again and was like, that's not going to work. And it took me about 12 attempts to get it to the place that it is at now and 12 actual redesigns and I remember the first copy came Mm. to my door last year and I got it so wrong you know I opened the box and the 
book was like a thousand pages and I obviously didn't get the page count right in my head I was just so clueless I was like oh Oh. I can't do that I can't send that out obviously that's not going to work and yeah massive learning curve you know to understand the processes behind doing an editorial because that's how I wanted the look and feel to be um and just learning how to use the the software and there was a clicking point for me I think in about uh I'd say June of this year where I thought right I feel like God's saying this is your last chance (laughs) you need to get it right this time (laughs) your last (laughs) and you did 12 copies of Mm. the book like you actually Mm -hmm. printed 12 different copies before yeah yeah well maybe not the actual book but you okay. know printed pages I did one hard copy right and 12 okay. sets of like printed pages and it's funny you can see how uh through all these redesigns how I've realized who my um customer and community is uh how that's right. evolved and changed and who I think God is asking me to speak to because mm. uh you can kind of see yeah, that journey of really discovering who I'm called to serve and mm. making it and tailoring it to their needs and not to my own needs for a start. Because sometimes I think we mm-hmm. design for ourselves, sometimes don't consider the community. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just like strip back all the the frills. You know, I think sometimes as a designer, we want to like cram in everything, this cool like little design feature or it's got to have everything to make it different and edgy and sometimes that just doesn't work so I try to pair together two really nice fonts that were simplistic and had a play on Mm. a modern but also a classical twist so that it looked really sharp and then kind of really focused on the photography and I felt that black and white was the right way to go so everything Mm. looks cohesive um and also I think sometimes people think black and white is mundane and just boring but actually it can really open up your imagination and just help you explore what the image is trying to say and I was really careful with all the Mm -hmm. you know the photography that I put in there that it had a message within the photography and it wasn't just oh this picture looks really nice with this piece of text it was meant they're paired together for a reason and Mm -hmm. so um yeah I felt like yeah June um was when I kind of rounded up her field notes which is the written piece so it's the book Mm. that I authored and then um I had actually seven other books in this collection (laughs) <laughs> it's oh, been whittled down to two yeah there was seven all together and I felt like God just just like I don't know I don't think I told you to do this Esther I think you were like trying to achieve something that wasn't what I asked you to do and I really struggled with that you know letting those that's so amazing through. that you can actually hear him speak to you like do you think it was through people or like you just had like a feeling that no I, I think that. I just I wanted to meet the needs of everyone and so seven books meant that I could meet lots of different women in their stages of faith or for their personality types or for the season that they were in and I just remember in August God saying no just stop and so I did and that was really hard for me actually to let that go and so 
he just put yeah. another vision on my heart he said right you need to create something else none not what you've created but something completely different um and so I really yeah Dang. I just felt that he prompted me to create um the second workbook which is called herself um which is like a prompted mm. um journal um I like to call it a workbook I'm not a fan of the word journaling um but a space that mm. kind of is for a different audience maybe a creative but that loves to write and doesn't want to read and wants to explore their faith mm. through the medium of writing and photography and can make it their own and sometimes people don't want prescriptive things and so I just in the space of three days yeah. designed this second book <laughs> three days wow, three days look at god <laughs> that's so funny I, mean, I, think, I just think about all the others it took me like months of perfecting and actually yes, it was just yes. pointless but um so um yeah I created herself she finds meaning and it's all about exploring and finding out who you are in in god and it also takes you on that journey that story that i talked about at the beginning of just finding mm. god in the midst of i guess adversity in the midst of pain in the midst of hopelessness but also in the seasons and the moments of joy and hope and happiness so um yeah it's definitely more of a fluid um workbook um so yeah it's I guess I'm trying to meet I am still trying to meet the needs of two different people but you know some might like both of them so um yeah it was like such a quick turnaround that one and pretty happy with how it turned out and I couldn't afford to be a perfectionist with that and whereas you know I think when I did all those 12 attempts of her field notes there was the difficulty of kind of letting that that go <laughs> and so yeah yeah because it's like through the process and everything like as we want to kind of like mm-hmm. focus on perfection and stuff with this how because how, obviously mm-hmm. you did 12 attempts and then you did the whole seven books and then god was like mm-hmm. no and then you did two like how was this like perfection perfectionism in you like how did you go about that like because you said it was hard to let go which I honestly feel like that I would be the same way because I'm like I just created seven why are you telling me not to do any of them and kind of like dealing with like that that voice yeah yeah you know what I mean did you deal with that like through oh it was so hard um at the beginning I it was just so difficult to I, I'm a person that likes to be in control and for me my perfectionist comes, yeah. perfectionism comes out through that so um, in January God started me on this new journey of learning what surrender is and it has been the most mm. difficult journey ever I mean I didn't realize how much of a control <laughs> yeah. freak I am <laughs> and it affects my whole life and <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. think the reason why God called it to my attention is because at the beginning of the process, you know, when I was doing all this writing and really, you know, studying the word and writing from the soul and whatever the Holy Spirit put in my heart, 
that was okay. That was mm. like the easiest part for me actually. Um, but mm. I lost my faith somewhat in the design process. You know, I thought I stopped doing spending time oh, with wow. God because I thought this is for God, and we can all fall into that trap. You know, where we're like, God, I'm doing this work for you. I'm yes. talking to you as I do it. You know, I'm telling you I need your help. I don't know how to mm-hmm. do it, X, Y, Z. But actually, there's no intimacy yep. at all. And for months, mm. it was like that, where I was mm. kind of shutting him out because I wanted control over the process. Um, and mm. then it was as if I was saying, okay, there's no room for you because I need this to be amazing for you. And so, and amazing, yeah. Oh my gosh, I fall into that. I know exactly so what hard. that feels like. Yes. No, yeah. honestly. You almost get into the intellectual side of God. Yeah, totally. Like, like, with your mind, you're like, yes, like, this is for God, whatever. But, like, with your heart, you're not actually, like, having yeah. a relationship with him while you're creating. Yeah, exactly. But... And, you know, at the end of the day it's not it's then you're not creating through god because you kind of left him way over there and i think mm-hmm. that's why maybe i designed so yeah. many conversions <laughs> and it was only yeah. i'd say so we i started on this journey of yeah learning what surrender actually is and i i struggle with it now but mm. um it was an eye opener for me and it was only until yeah june where i kind of was like okay i'm ready to mm. let go and just try and reconnect with God. And that's how I ended up Mm -hmm. getting this last version done, was actually opening up the Word. I must not have opened up my Bible for like six months, even though this is like a full-on Christian thing. Um, Yeah. Oh, wow. So like the practicalities of like you surrendering was like, okay, I actually have to like pick up the Bible every day now. Yeah. And... Yeah, else? and then um, I went to see the leadership at church, and I showed them like the rough mm. drafts, and then they said, "Esther, are you praying about this?" And I said, mm, "No." Wow, it's like they knew. I was like, "No, I'm not." I said, "I'm going to be honest. I even though I've written about prayer, and there are times when I know how to mm-hmm. pray and when to pray and how to live a prayerful life. Right now, I'm not praying about this." I was just open with them you know I felt like mm. God had um you know needed me to wake up a little bit and he wasn't getting through to me so mm-hmm. they said okay well I'll set you a challenge <laughs> um 40 days of prayer five minutes a day open the bible and Amazing. pray and it turned into five minutes a day turned into an hour a day of praying and just prayer journaling and being vulnerable Mm. into a point because someone said I feel like God's asking you like this was like yesterday that you need to surrender and be more vulnerable in front of him because you're not letting yourself go still Mm. and you have to just show him the rawness and I think I'm the person Mm. that falls into the trap is that my prayers become almost scripted I'm like what does God want to hear you know yes so I'm always like dear God so how I open my prayers thank you for and then I go into like this script trying to remember all the things I need Mm. to be thankful for and you know it becomes it's almost like a chore it can be be a chore and yesterday I just closed my um, my notebook or journal and just said right I'm just going to pray fluidly in my head now because I feel like this is becoming so prescriptive 
and um mm. but I have to say through it throughout these 40 days of prayer because this was in like the end of July August I my my faith okay yeah recent, recent. my faith is just oh has been revolutionized and my creativity as well you know things are so much easier to create when wow in that and that's how I think I designed that book in three days I wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise (laughs) um yeah I think prayer is the the answer to you know letting go and surrendering and letting God get involved Mm. in your life Instead of, mm. you know, thinking, right, you know, I need to be this for God today and I can't walk, you know, I know that there's grace there, but, you know, maybe I don't need that grace. Maybe I can just get it right and he's going to see that and then I'm going to get this miracle that I'm hoping for mm. and he's going to do this and he's going to do that. And it's not, that's not how faith works. <laughs> it's about mm-hmm, putting mm-hmm. yourself out there and being vulnerable and letting him guide you and lead you and to say and learning to hear the word no as well so you know uh, and I struggle yes. with that the word no is like rejection for me I'm like no well, how could you do this to mm-hmm. me and it's you know I take it so no so personally and I'm a people pleaser as yeah. well so you know I just want everything to be good and everything to be okay and so when he said no seven books gotta go it's only gonna be two and one of them you've not even designed yet uh I was a it was Mm -hmm. a learning curve for me and surrender I think is an everyday thing it's not just it's even a moment by moment thing for me for sure where yeah I want to take over all the time (laughs) it's just like yeah, it's so funny that you talk about surrender because I, I feel like that's like what I've been learning for the past I yeah. know, month or two. Like just with anything, I've just kind of been like, and it's funny because I feel maybe if you, like, I think God's actually talking about surrender to like a lot of people right now because even at church the past few weeks, like literally the last sermon was about like how we need to like release control because once we think that we have control, like so much anxiety yeah. like sets in okay you have all this anxiety but it's because you won't yeah. release control in these areas and I'm just like no god <laughs> but like I want it to be this way and I and it's so funny because whatever you're what you're talking about is literally exactly what mm-hmm. I've been going through with worry or like not letting yourself yeah, yeah. I don't know it just kind of it feels good there is a worry. comfort in that yeah yes. it's like I agree like it's a bad <laughs> comfort but yeah so what you're saying I'm just like yes that's literally what I've been going through <laughs> like yeah maybe a lot of and it's difficult going through yes and and the whole like I think so. sometimes I'm afraid that God says yes though as well because that means that I actually have to like do something if that makes exactly sense. so it's like and that could be an exa- anxiety in itself <laughs> he actually says yes and yeah anyway. it's hard yeah and I th- there's so many situations that he is throwing me into left right and center mm. where I'm like oh whoa I don't think I can do that and he's yeah. like you just need to let go let go let go and I'm like holding on to it so tightly I'm like I can't mm. just like what if this doesn't happen and you know all that kind of stuff yes, the and, what ifs. yeah yep. the what ifs and yeah I think for me like this journey of focused prayer and opening up my bible has been 
yeah so key to me getting to this point where I can actually put the work out there and for ages I couldn't even talk about it you know I was just so just wouldn't even surrender my work to the public on the social media because I was just like too scared it wasn't good enough too scared that you know it wasn't what people wanted I was already thinking about people's thoughts on it before and you know who am I to know what people are thinking but I feel like the enemy is good yeah yeah. of putting assumptions in your head and then you just feed off of that um and I just took you have to be just brave and I just like right god I'm holding your hand I'm like telling people this is happening and that I'm Mm -hmm. doing this and and how's like the, the response been with that then it's been so good actually mm. um you know of course there or there always be an undertone of negativity from some people and you have to right. bat that away um yeah. but people have just said you know this is what I've been looking for I need something like this that's going to connect me mm. to God um on a on a daily basis and I love the fact that it's creative and designed for creatives to use and that it's something that I can just look at that's beautiful and not Kath Kidson no offense to people that like Kath Kidson but you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and um yeah I mean the reaction's just been phenomenal actually and I had this event um because we're launching I'm launching this project on Kickstarter and we I have this event and I kind of thought right no one's going to turn up it's just going to be a waste of my time um (laughs) and I had to really just put myself out there and was like who's coming any takers and that for me was really scary um and 50 women rocked up in this venue in London and I had the best night of my actual life ever and I thought that God oh, just wow. blew things out of just oh it was just absolutely the most amazing night and I just felt that God was really in the room his presence was there mm. and he was just connecting or getting people's you know opening people's minds and hearts to the possibilities of what these books might do but also mm-hmm. um, speaking to them through my story and my journey and um yeah just building a community and I feel like creative being a creative what you produce should be shared and perfectionism can hold us back from sharing and actually being able to serve other people and uh, to be able to connect with them and so we're missing out when we're holding things so close to our our hearts and to find that women actually really wanted something like this was actually a bit of a a shock because I think when you're working something on something on your own for a year Mm -hmm. you don't really talk to anyone else about it because you're like oh it's not ready yet I'm not ready to show you you know so it's kind of like right I'm just throwing this out there now Mm, what's it you know how's that gonna do what people are gonna say and you know that was quite quite scary and when you were like mm-hmm. creating the books and everything did you have mm-hmm. like did you tell us did you have a support group or like did you tell your like close-knit friends during it or no you were just doing yeah. it on your own well I did I kind of did talk to them about it and like one of my friends I like shared a draft copy with mm-hmm. you know 
But it was only really people that I'd started working with to bring this to life. Um, right. The website designer, the photographers, the marketing team, people that I was investing in to bring this to yeah. life. They were the first people to kind of s- to see it. And the funny thing was they weren't even Christians. Amazing. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they were sold they were like yes I love this and that was wow did yeah. you care if they were not Christian or whatever you just liked what they were doing and you're like hey this is what I'm doing do you want to be a part of it yeah and well to be I mean I feel like there isn't a close-knit community of creative Christian creatives that oh. I felt that I could tap into and I'm right. trying to do that through my community you know like try and build up some collaborations build a community on, on my website and stuff but so I was just like okay I can't find any Christians so I'm just gonna like email people and see what they think and great yeah, go from there so that's what what happened and so it was their feedback initial feedback that actually kind of spurred me on when they said this is like such a great product we're so behind it we think it's wow. beautiful um do they actually that... ask questions about like faith and everything from you like during the process um some some more than others yeah right some more than others and it was I think um a great way to just gently bring faith into their their lives and like you know I'm always praying like that something would be revealed to them through them reading it as they because obviously Mm -hmm. they've got to market it I think it's a, a great gentle way to introduce them to faith without being forceful and yeah I'm just so glad that they're behind it you know like rooting for me wanting this to work mm-hmm. um they'd like champion me all the way and so I think I found their feedback uh you know incredible because of the circumstances um mm-hmm. but since then obviously finding all these amazing women online that have the same kind of values and the love creative work their feedback has also really helped um because I've still got a chance to like not make it more perfect but tweak things a little bit um Mm. to (laughs) I'm saying that now maybe I you know I'm hoping I won't be you know totally trying to make it perfect but things that might help it bring it more to life a little bit to deepen that sense of connection with God you know that will ultimately help other people so um yeah it's been great to just kind of in the end throw out there and take the risk and trust in God that it's going to be a tool and a resource that people actually want to use because I think that's the most important thing the studio is one that serves is here to serve other women and if I'm not Mm. doing that and it's becomes about myself and uh, there's just no there's no point so I want to build something that's for others um and ultimately you know for kingdom purposes so yeah you have a kickstarter for she's found studio and you're literally letting go and have like surrendering that like Mm. your whole artwork everything all of what you created to do this kickstarter so how's that process been with trusting god and just maybe the anxiety or um yeah like just the day-to-day surrender of just having that be in the public 
Yeah, so scary. Um, yeah. I was all like, right, I'm pushing. Well, first of all, um, Kickstarter rejected my campaign and I had to appeal for oh. it. And I only got it approved a day before we were due to launch. You know, I was like trusting God. Oh, that it was... I didn't even know that you had to get approved on Kickstarter. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, you do. Wow. And that, so it's actually, I think it's like, um, an algorithm that if they pick on on something they don't like they manually review it and oh so this was over the weekend you know and they said it takes three working de- business days for us to mm. approve this and I was like right well my launch party for this is like on the Wednesday so that's like two days that you know right. how am I going to get this like approved so I was just holding on to God saying this this is your vision if this is your calling mm. if this is your purpose and I'm praying that this will come to fruition and it will get approved. And um, literally four o'clock on Tuesday afternoon, the day before you're we launching, I, it was approved. Lo, lo, so last minute. Um, yeah. So that in itself was pretty tense. And I was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Like, obviously, God doesn't want me to do that. And I was like backing out of it already. Um right. And so once it was live, obviously we had this party and it was amazing and people were backing and making pre-orders and I was on a massive high and praising God and just like giving him all the glory. Mm. And the next day I had the lowest low I've had in a while. And I just, you know, once all the hype, and I wouldn't even call it hype, enthusiasm goes, you're Mm. left in a really vulnerable place where you're like, okay, so... But no one else wants to bat this, God. You know, half of the people did, and most people loved it. But no one else seems to be backing this. So have I done the right thing? And for like a three or four days, I mean, we're in 10 days in. So I reckon the first week, yeah. you know, the pledges, the backings were still coming in, but it was very slow. And I was just feeling really low about it and, like, texting people saying, can you pray for me? Like, I just don't know if this is what I'm meant to be doing no one seems interested although everyone seems interested you know everyone says wow this is so good and they're dming me and they're like oh amazing Mm. I need this yet no one (laughs) seems to really then want to invest in it you know and so I definitely have spent at least half the time not rallying for god on this literally just like oh i don't know if i even want to like talk about this i feel like i'm doing a sales pitch Mm. and so it's funny i kind of just shut down and withdrew a little bit um and then i felt god you know prompting me you know go for this and just give it your all and throw out as many seeds as you can and just hold on tight and I'll, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll grow whatever you're sowing if it's in my will. So, for the last week, that has been my mindset of wow. just okay. I'll do all that I can. Be proactive. There's nothing more that I can do after that, and I'm just going to trust in God that He is going to like, um, you know, just do what He wants with it. And if it doesn't come to pass, then mm-hmm. I just, you know, that's I need to come to terms with that's that's okay you know but rejection is yeah. hard and sometimes as I said God's nose are hard and it's just definitely yeah a daily surrender saying God I'm giving this to you and I won't let it become my idol because we can do that sometimes especially right. if we're perfectionists I it becomes a for, form of idolatry 
um, where we're so focused yeah, on yeah. self. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm like trying to make God bigger than Kickstarter. And yes, yeah, it's Amen. so hard though, right? I just, you know, I wake up every morning, yeah. I'm like, okay, who's that this? When in fact, I should be waking up and, you know, praising God for all the blessings in my life. And mm. it's that change of mindset and a journey. Yeah. Uh, these like last two weeks, even, have just been ups and downs. And I know everyone says like how emotionally draining Kickstarter is, but there is something yeah. vulnerable about putting your work up there and expecting or wanting people to be get yeah. involved as a community to back it and you know I think sometimes like last week I was going over the page again saying what can I change so that people will want this more uh what can I do to make it better and I think there's a limit to what you can do yourself and you have to trust that god will do the rest and yeah Yeah. i'm learning that every day and sometimes it's just a bit soul crushing but at the end of the day god is a god of miracles and he always works things out for our our good and so if it doesn't get fully funded there is another way i'm sure but and it's just not holding on to things too tightly i don't think it's the end right and it's okay yeah. not to feel ashamed if it doesn't work out, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. You can only take things so far and God has to do the rest. And you just have to hold everything really loosely. And I guess when you're a perfectionist or yeah. you want to hold on things so tight, you know, uh, you're like, I need this and it needs to be the best. And um, yeah, right. and I think perfectionism can control everything whether it is just like whatever element of your life but as creatives when you're on a creative website like that putting your project out you can start comparing yourself Mm -hmm. to other projects I've done that been like whoa those are so much better no wonder they're like 40% backed already or you know all this type of thing you like start thinking right oh I wish I'd done that first but they got to do it or that's so much better how comes I didn't think of that or there god's done this but he's not done that for me because there are a lot of christian projects on there you know Mm. and i just remember god saying to me this is about community no competition you're here to serve each other (laughs) so wow that's so powerful yeah and that was you know so i just went and backed their projects you know i thought i have to show solidarity and Mm. just open up my heart and ignore what the world tells me which is you have to be the best all the time and no one else can have the space and there's no space for you if someone else is doing it and that it's a really hard mindset to squash as well because we're also susceptible to comparing ourselves on a daily daily basis it's hard to get away from I think yeah and how like do you think that doing the Kickstarter has like kind of shaped your view about like generosity mm. more or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I always feel like it's always kind of like a humbling experience where you're like, Oh, like it's so humbling because I realized that I'm not much of a giver myself. <laughs> yeah. I honestly like, cause I did something similar and I was realizing like, Oh, I'm so bad at helping friends with projects or 
if they're doing stuff so then i was way more aware of oh i need to actually give money and it actually can help even if it's just five pounds you know when i did like a similar kickstarter type thing five pounds was amazing i was like yes they actually believe in me but some people don't even think about yeah, it yeah or way. i think they may be there's another mindset that stops us from giving me in particular is you say five mm. pounds i'm like well five pounds isn't enough you know i wish i could give more so i'm not going to give anything right. because they need the 30 quids the 40 quids yes. you know and yes you then just yes. don't even give and i guess the other mindset is which i just learned on sunday a church was that is that giving is a form of worship and worship to god and when we hold on to our money yeah. we're not worshiping god and it it becomes yeah uh, it, there's a disconnection there between us and god and so yeah i think that's also changed my mindset you know that god wants a little it doesn't it could be whatever it's between us and god obviously but whatever we can give yeah. is an act of worship and a worship is an everyday lifestyle so um mm-hmm. we just need to like tap into that mindset so loads of campaigns i've like that okay three quid four quid five quid whatever and i feel like i'm giving yeah. you know not to them directly but it's me showing saying god i just want you to do something with this because I believe in it and it's for your kingdom Mm -hmm. and I think for ages I struggled with that mindset I wanted to hold tight onto my money and be like I need this and I'm broke so God's not going to provide for me necessarily so I just want to make sure Mm. I've got all the money in my in my pot so that I'm I'm good and yeah I've definitely had that mindset for a while and it's only just changed as a these last couple of weeks being like I'm going to surrender my money also and it's not a sacrifice it's a way of worshipping and you know yeah it's it's a hard it's a learning curve I mean yeah (laughs) faith is I think you discover things about yourself that you didn't even realize were a problem until you're thrown into something that opens your eyes to it you know um but I think that's that's a it's a good thing the kickstarter where can we find the kickstarter where can we follow you on instagram website all the things okay cool so you can find the kickstarter or the link to kickstarter on my website sheisfound.com and it'll take you straight to the campaign page um and you can also subscribe to my newsletter if you want to have a sneak peek of both books before you may want to pre-order if you want to support the project um Mm. which is a great chance for you know for you to explore it and see if it's for you and you can find me on instagram sheisfound.studio and yeah if you love pinterest by the way because i'm a big fan of that it's sheisfoundstudio oh you have a pinterest for it too yes i do i'm obsessed with pinterest i'm on there like 24 7 so that's amazing (laughs) that's amazing yeah the website is so beautiful guys so go and look it up support her even if you have five pounds ten Mm. pounds one pound still do it yeah even Um, a pound guys yeah (laughs) even a pound yes yes (laughs) invest in like i think this yeah guys i think this is a a good like 
way to just invest in people who are actually doing like amazing stuff that are Christian, like love Jesus. And honestly, if you go to the She Is Found um, studio on Instagram or the website, like you'll see how excellent this book is. Like I've never seen anything like it in the Christian world, at least in the sense of it's actually done like well in curation and just like it's beautiful and it's just it's so I don't know I think it's like counterculture to even the Christian world for me it looks like that because it's just like oh it's more like editorial feel and a more art feel where it's like you can have it in your home out it's just Mm. beautiful oh thank you thank you yeah that means a lot (laughs) yes no honestly i'm like i'm not actually seeing anything like this before (laughs) but so we're out here and yeah well thank you so much for even having me because again you know perfectionism i was thinking she's not gonna want me on this (laughs) i'm obviously not good enough yeah so i'm just so honored that you would want to chat to me yeah. about this and hopefully this is a start of a great friendship as well so that's exciting so yeah yes when I'm back in London when I'm back mm. in the UK when I visit we will meet in person <laughs> yes exactly yeah <laughs> no thank you so much for like actually doing this and honestly your story is like super inspiring and I feel like every, a lot of people are going to relate to it like I relate to it um, yeah. especially just being a creative and I don't know. And uh, like what you said, like a society that keeps telling you to like be the best version of yourself, even mm-hmm. though sometimes it's just not what it like. We're never, we're never, we have never arrived and we're not perfect. And so it's just really cool to, to hear your story and um, actually hear what God's doing with the book and like with the Kickstarter. Like it seems like he's in all of it. So I hope for the best. I'm praying for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. I just before um, we end yeah. this, just to leave everyone with um, a scripture yes. <laughs> to help yes. us with this battle. Um, yeah, James 1, verses 2 to 4. I'm sure everyone knows mm. it, but doesn't apply it. So I suggest, yeah, go read that. I love the message um, Mm. for verses like this where uh, it just so eloquently puts what we want to hear and um, so that we can understand it. Um, So, yeah, I recommend looking up that scripture as soon as you've listened to this. Yes. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen.